Blog Talk Radio. To all my people in the struggle, you think God's forgotten about you. Here's some pain medicine. Let's go! your car, you at the house, on your job, be encouraged, boo.
The following is part two of the two-part teaching entitled Moving in the Anointing by Jill Austin of Master Potter Ministries.
We've been having some technical difficulty, but the devil is a liar. Father, I thank you for this broadcast. And listeners that are listening, just realize that God is there. God is with you. He never leaves you nor forsake you. I just want to read what some of my minister friends are saying, and it's it's confirming what I feel in my spirit of what 2012 will be. Um, I have a prophetess friend, Shannon who says, Proverbs 13, 21, a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. So this year, in 2012, think about the next generation. It is time for us to raise up sons and daughters. Let us think about our children's children, their lineage and lineages to come. This year, write a vision for what benefits true love. It is time to see our youth arise into prayer, consecration, dreams, visions, opening up businesses, Joseph and Esther. It is time to arise and shine in media for 2012. Amen. And get the word, friends. Jesus wants to meet you face to face. That is such an excellent, excellent exhortation and definitely prophecy coming forth. So many um, people, including myself, have been downloaded by the Lord, showing that this is the year of manifestation of the sons and daughters of the risen Christ. And we're going to be stepping in to those things that he has promised us, called us to, 
and we are strategically where we need to be. We need to just get in line. We need to be fully listening to the Spirit of the Lord. The other, I think I had mentioned the last program, but I'll mention it again because it keeps coming up, is when the Holy Spirit was showing me that there was an um, incident where I was in Canada, and um, eventually the, the Lord had me eventually pray for this young man as he was going to Afghanistan and literally spiritually be like a covering in with a lot of other people, the mighty prayer warriors. But at the table, we were sitting there and we were eating lunch with a couple other ministers and, and they, one of the person had asked him a question and immediately the, the Holy Spirit said, he can't answer that question, he's undercover. And when I looked at him without him saying a word or I saying a word, it was like, I looked at him like, do you understand what just happened to me? And it was like he was communicating, yes, really. And all this being said without being said. So the Holy Spirit was bringing to my remembrance that incident, and he was saying that in the future there's going to be times when we may not need to actually speak because we don't want to give the enemy strategy of what's going on in the spirit. We may just be communicating spirit to spirit. So I just want to to share that with you. Last year is a year that was definitely I was sent out here. I have talked to you a couple of times and told you some of the things that have been going on. Um, just talking to people on the street, ministering to different people. A lot of times God would send someone up to me at Starbucks. As a matter of fact, I'm right outside of Starbucks. So wherever he sends me, like to a grocery store, to a store, or even wherever I'm working, God is allowing people to come into our atmosphere because time is critical, and they need to know about the love of the Lord. And a lot of times you can't just judge the outward appearance. God will sometimes give you a glimpse of what is going on with that person, but it's not until you really sit and talk to that person. Just yesterday I talked to a young man named Derek, who came into Starbucks and he was asking for money. And that's real prevalent out here. Matter of fact, have you ever heard of the phrase skid row? Well, that originated here in Los Angeles and is a skid row, and it's a whole different environment. You think you're on another planet. But there's 50,000 homeless people in Los Angeles. Um, Everybody loves the sunshine. Matter of fact, it's going to be 74 degrees today, and tomorrow will be 78 for the Rose Bowl Parade. Anyway, Derek comes and he's asking me for money, and, you, and that happens a lot. So we have to kind of discern what is, you know, who's running a scam or, you know, just not really caring about working. And those who are just, you can see them so bound up. And so when anybody comes in my presence and I ask them to sit down and they sit down, then it's like, okay, I've got a captive audience. And like the Lord said in Isaiah 61, we come to set the captives free. And we're just the vessels. So we just open up our mouth. A lot of times I'm not sure what I'm going to say, but I just share from my heart. Well, this young man starts talking, and he's telling out all these well-meaning people who want to help him, and they don't know the things he's gone through. And, and I just say, well, you know what? All I know is Jesus loves you, and you're here, and you're sitting here talking to me. And matter of fact, you're talking to someone who actually went to hell and came back, so I know there's a hell. And this young man looked at me. Now, all the time, he wasn't looking at me. And he looked at me, and he said, I've been to hell. And I knew he wasn't just joking or kidding, because you don't kid around stuff like that. It's not that many people have had that experience and lived to come back. And I said, what happened? And he talked about how he was in this situation, and he was um, 
actually, I think he was, he, there was a gunshot wound. I don't know what happened. He said, I woke up in a body bag. He had been dead for over a day or so. He said, I've seen things. And I said, I know you've seen things. You're a prophet. It's not your time. He said, that's exactly what the Lord said. So as we were talking, I realized he had accepted the Lord, but he was still out here in the streets. I said, young man, the only way you're going to be out here in the streets is to tell about the love of Jesus. But until that time, you have got, God wants you to help you, get you set, get you straight. Because right now, the enemy, is in, you're in his camp, and he's thinking he's going to take you out. But the devil is a liar. And I started breaking off different things off of him. I said, today, you're going to see some miraculous things happen in your life. And you're just going to run with the Lord because you were not brought back from hell to continue doing what you want to do. He sat there for about 45 minutes, and we both, and I prayed over him, and he left. And I just said, Lord, this is what you're talking about. You're saying we're going to snatch and grab, snatch folks out of the um, kingdom of darkness and grab them for the kingdom of light. Sometimes it may just be to pray. It may be just to sit there and have someone listen to to them. You know, um, one of my dear friends now, she was um, a person who was a professional in, a, in an organization I worked at, and God sent me strategically in there, and now he's having her and I work on some things, and it's just amazing what God is doing. Also, being able to have a... You know, I have a spiritual mentor, but I have a mentor that's going to be mentoring, mentoring me in a lot of different things out here in Hollywood, and so that I'll be able to go in to those areas. So continue to pray. Pray for not only myself and, and in my father's house. Pray for the people that are around you, that God shows you. I remember talking to a prophet, a friend of mine, and he had said that the Lord shows him that even people on the billboards, he said, pray for them because they're people. See, this is God's workmanship. You know, everywhere, there's no excuse. God is God because man can't make a tree. Man can't make water, can't even make air. He has to have something that was created by Almighty God. And it's the blindness and the deception of Satan that constantly tells people, oh, there is no God. But see, all around them is evidence of God. So I just want to say that you know this is a time for us to rise up another thing I was thinking about is how um, you know the various different kinds of um, not denominations but cults and deceptive practices of the enemy and out here in Hollywood um, Scientology is very big matter of fact that's one of the ways you get into Hollywood is being a member of that church but see Scientology is all deceptive I remember my spiritual daughter and I, I knew one day God was going to have me go up in Scientology, big celebrity center, but she had to have a pass. You have to be able to get through the guards to go there. So I said, okay, Lord, whenever. So it just so happened that um, spiritual daughter, she's very well talented, and some people were looking at her to manage her. And I said, um, let me go with you. And when I knew it was up in Scientology, I said, okay, this is the time. So just like anything else, we go in through there. And as she is getting ready to perform, which I'm going to come back and hear, they take me on a tour. And they take me and talk about how it began. And they start showing me videos. And then they took me to a machine. And they said, I can touch this or I can hold on to this because this 
read various kinds of whatever kind of rays, and I'm like, no, that's okay. I'm like, I'm not touching anything the devil's got a hold of. So we keep walking, and I'm praying in the spirit the whole time. So he comes to the wall of truth, which is all these different things that they're talking about as far as what the truth is concerned as far as the Church of Scientology. So as I'm reading this, I just started laughing to myself. And then I just looked, and so this man said, so, what do you think? I said, this is totally false. And so he looked. I said, Jesus is the way, the truth, and life, and no man can come to him, come to the Father except through him. This is a lie. The man didn't know what to say. So he just said, um, I guess our time is over for this tour. And I said, yeah, I guess so. Thank you very much. And so I walked back, and I, and I heard my spiritual daughter sing, and what was so fascinating is God had me on one assignment here, and with her, she started singing a song that she put together based on scripture. The whole room was silent. So it was. So here comes the managers, and they're like, um, um, "You're, you're a religious girl, huh?" And so she starts talking about her love for the Lord, well, you could tell right there they wanted to end this quickly. But we had already dealt with some some of the things in the atmosphere, and hopefully we just had pierced through some of that darkness. So I just want to say, do not fear the enemy. God is for you. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. And, and Christ is going to have us climb these mountains. But these mountains have to become with pure hands and a clean heart. And Last year and definitely this year, those things must be taken care of before you before the advancement into these realms. Because in these realms, there are definitely principalities and powers of darkness. And as I remember, and I love this phrase that Lanzuana talks about when Jesus had been tempted from the devil by the devil, and also at Gethsemane when he was putting down his will. It's like he knew then the devil has no hooks. In him, meaning there's nothing that the devil can come and say, okay, she did this, he did this, see what they, they no way we could take them out because we don't want the devil to have any rule, reign, or memorial in our life. So, with that, I just want to exhort you in this coming year to continue to listen, be aware, be wise as serpents, harmless as doves. And we must be about our Father's business. According to Luke 2, 49, how is it that you sought me? Didn't you know that I must be about my Father's business? We must be about our Father's business. I just thank you. I'll be having broadcasts every week. I'm, I'm right now in a, a transitional period. I'm not sure certainly what God is putting me is is I'm going through, but I'm going through, and I'll be able to have a regular time, but I know I'm mandated to have a weekly broadcast, so each time I will put something up until I can get consistent in that. Pray for me. There's a major door that's about to open up, and um, when God opens up, can't no devil stop it. All right, well, have a wonderful, wonderful day. Spend time with your family, your loved ones, and I will see you next week, or hear, or you will hear me next week. All right, bye-bye. To all my people in the struggle, you think God's forgotten about you. Here's some pain medicine. Let's go.
Long way. That's why we love you. Come on. 